It's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 88 of season two and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. Everyone knows Mel Blanc. Well, you should anyway. He's the famous voice of Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Mr. Spacely from the Jetsons, Barney Rubble, and many more. He got to start performing comedy on vaudeville, then conducting an orchestra, and then later working in radio. He gained fame as a vocal impersonator on the Jack Benny program and as a guest on many other radio shows, until in 1946 he was given his own show, The Mel Blanc Show. He played himself, except as the owner of a fix-it shop. He also voiced Zuki, the shop helper, and some guest characters. Mary Jane Croft played his girlfriend Betty, Joseph Kearns played her father, Mr. Colby, and Hans Conried played the president of their lodge, the Benevolent Order of Loyal Zeros. The show, unfortunately, didn't quite catch on, and it only lasted for one season, ending in June of 1947. Now sit back and relax for the October 1st, 1946 broadcast of The Mel Blanc Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From Hollywood, Colgate Tooth Powder for a breath that's sweet and teeth that sparkle presents the Mel Blanc Show. Lawnmower needs sharpening. I've got to take it to Mel Blanc's Fix-It Shop. My wife's percolator top is cracked. I've got to take it to Mel Blanc's Fix-It Shop. Oh, my stocking has a run in it. I've got to take it to Mel Blanc's Fix-It Shop. My wife's going to have a baby. i got to take her to Mel Blanc... Uh, to the hospital! Colgate Tooth Powder for a breath that's sweet and teeth that sparkle brings you the Mel Blanc Show with Mary Jane Croft, Earl Ross, Joe Kern, Zucky, Victor Miller and his orchestra, and as the star in his own fix-it shop, Mel Blanc. Now let's drop in at Mel Blanc's fix-it shop. You know, Mel is one of those fellows who'll tackle any odd job and make it come out even. But it's an even bet that when he's through, the odds will be against him. You'll see just what I mean as soon as you listen to Mel talking things over with his girlfriend, Betty. Gee, honey, your father's going to be proud of me when he sees how I fixed up everything for the company picnic tomorrow. The tables, the chairs, the barbecue. Yes, Mel. Yeah, but I keep remembering last year's picnic. You and I stayed after everybody left. Uh-huh. You slipped your arm around my waist. I slipped my arm around your waist. Yeah. And then we both puckered up and... Uh, yeah. We blew out the fire together. <laughs> oh, silly. But really, tomorrow's picnic means a great deal to Father. Well, what's so special about it? Well, this year, Lionel Owens, the district manager of Supermarkets Incorporated, is guest of honor. Well, that's nice. Uh, but you and I will be together all day. Well, now, listen. Huh? You see, Daddy has an idea Mr. Owens may promote him to be assistant district manager. 
Gee, that'd be nice for your father. Hey, look, honey, tomorrow let's you and I take a rowboat. Now, I'm trying to tell you something. Huh? Lionel Owens is very important to Daddy. And I have to be with him most of the day, make things pleasant for Mr. Owens at the picnic. Oh, I get it. We just want to help Daddy in any way we can, you know. I know, and I'm trying my best. Look at this banner I painted to welcome Mr. Owens. Wait till I read it to you. The employees of Supermarket Incorporated Number 12 welcome Lionel Owens, Big Ham. No! A uh, big ham and shrimp barbecue. <laughs> Guess I put the comma in the wrong place. <laughs> Honey, you don't really mind about Mr. Owens and me tomorrow, do you? Well, I had it all planned to be with you. I know, but what about Father? Let him get his own girl. <laughs> I mean, um... Darling, if Mr. Owens has a good time at the picnic tomorrow, there may be a promotion in it for Daddy. Remember, Mr. Owens is pretty important. Yeah, he must be. Your father came here this morning just to tell me that Mr. Owens is a big success in business. Not like some other people he knows. Oh, man. And he told me Mr. Owens was a big athlete in college. All-American, a real man. Not like some people he knows. He said Lionel Owens is a kind of a man any father would be proud to have for a son-in-law. Not like some other people he knows. <laughs> I wonder who all those people are your father knows. <laughs> now, you know Lionel Owens couldn't possibly mean a thing to me. You're just as big a success as he is any day. You know it, and I know it. Yeah, too bad it's just a secret between you and me. <laughs> well, honey, anyway, tomorrow, remember, I'm spending the day with Mr. Owens to please Father. It's, it's strictly a business deal. Yeah, and I'm getting the business. Oh, hello, Mr. Colby. Uh, yes, <coughs> Yes, it is a nice day, isn't it? <laughs> Melvin, I'm a little worried about the picnic tomorrow. Oh, there's nothing to worry about. Uncle Rupert, Zuki, and I fixed everything. The chairs, the barbecue, the banner for Mr. Owens. Mr. Owens, I'm worried about. He has an idea. He's just as good an athlete as the day he left college. He thinks he's as strong as an ox. Well, gee, Mr. Colby, he ought to enjoy showing off on those two strength testers. You know those two muscle meters we rented from the amusement park? Yes, he'll be tickled pink if he wins. But if by some freak he loses, I'll never get that job as assistant district manager. Well, then you have to find somebody who'll compete against Mr. Owens. Somebody who'll be sure to lose. Yes, what we need is a little weakling, a surefire pushover. That's right. I know just the man, but I don't know whether or not he'd do it. Oh, Mr. Colby, anybody who'd refuse to help you in a situation like this is a, well, That's uh... all I wanted to know. Then I'll ask him. What's his name? Mel Blank. Mel Blank? Me? Oh, hey, Mr. Colby, I'm no athlete. Exactly. You get the idea. Oh, no. I, I posed for one of those health ads. You know those before and after pictures? Uh, which one were you, before or after? Neither. I was heaven forbid. <laughs> oh, but it's wonderful. You know, I can just see it now. Lionel Owens takes the mallet, swings at the muscle meter, up goes the whatchamacallit, hits the thingamajig, and the bell rings. Yeah. One thousand, the meter reads, Superman. Gee, and Mr. Owens wasn't even trying. <laughs> and then comes your turn. Yeah. You step up, swing the mallet down with all your might. The thingamabob flies up and up and up and up. What does a meter read for me? One hundred, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, but Mr. Colby, what will Betty think of me? Ah, I... we won't say a word about this to anyone, understand? Oh, I knew I could count on you, son. Oh, now I must go down to the station and pick up Mr. Owens. Must you? In fact, I think I'll bring him here first, just to let him see uh, <laughs> what kind of competition he'll be up against tomorrow. Well, I heard a cutthroat competition, but why must it be my throat? <laughs>
it true what Father told me? You're going to compete against Mr. Owens tomorrow? Yeah, on the muscle meter, but... Oh, darling, I'm so proud of you. Well, maybe you better wait till tomorrow. Now, this is what I've been waiting for. You taking this way to show Daddy you're not spineless, that you've got a lion's heart and a quick eye. Gosh, wouldn't it be easier if he just gave me a physical? <laughs> oh, darling, I just know you're going to win. Oh, look, here come Father Mr. Owens now. Morning, Mr. Owens. I want you to meet Bearcat Blank, the strongest man in town. <laughs> I'd be delighted to. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, yes, and this is my daughter, Betty. Hello, Mr. Owens. Well, well, well. I've looked forward to meeting you. <laughs> it's my pleasure. It's my girl. Uh, now, Mel, aren't you going to shake hands with Mr. Owen? That's right. Put her there, Bearcat. Oh, oh, oh! What's the matter? Oh, nothing. I never use that hand much anyway. <laughs> I, I hear you're quite a fella in the muscle department. Good, good. I want some real competition. Here, feel some real muscles. Well, go on, feel. Gee, they are real, aren't they? <laughs> you know where I got these? Eastern Columbia, Broadway at night. Days, I used to get up every morning and chop up six cords of wood for breakfast. Boy, was that good. I like Wheaties much better. <laughs> smell a card, Mr. Owens. <laughs> well, uh, we'd better be going. Come on. Good to know you, Blank. Put her there. Oh, I, I'd rather not. I might hurt your other hand. <laughs> Goodbye, Mel. You coming, Father? I'll be right with you. Now, look, Melvin, it's all understood then, huh? I guess so. Owens wins, you lose. If Owens doesn't get a chance to show off those muscles of his tomorrow, he's going to be feeling real awfully bad. And if he feels bad, I'll feel bad. And, well, you know what that means. Yeah, I'll feel worse. Zuki yeah. <laughs> Malad, installing these ridiculous muscle meters has me completely fatigued. Yeah, I'm all to the attire, to the attire. Ow, 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 I'm all be, 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 be. I'm exhausted. Exa <laughs> I feel swell. That supermarket super athlete Owens will give Mel an awful trouncing tomorrow. How does Mel expect to win? He ought to wise up to himself. Yeah, me, yeah, Mel ought to get next to himself when it, when it comes to me, must, and me, and me. He ought to get next to himself when it comes to. He ought to get next to himself when he. He could meet more nice people that way. But listen, Zuki, Mel is not going to lose. I have a plan. Yeah. Zuki, we're going to loosen the spring in this red machine so that no matter how hard this Owens fellow hits it, it won't register over 200. Understand? Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to tighten the spring on this blue machine so that when Melvin brings his puny mallet down, the bell on top will resound for hours. Get it? Oh, it's certainly... It's, 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 no. <laughs> uh, how, how can you tell which uh, muscle meter, uh, which guy is supposed... Uh, whether Mel can... Uh, how can you... Uh, how? <laughs> Don't you worry, Zookie. I'll see that Mel works only on the blue machine. I've taken care of that. Honest Uncle Rupert had himself appointed referee. You, uh, you did? Yes, my lad. Melvin just can't lose. <laughs> you call me to powder 
with your romance. Use Colgate Tooth Powder. A breath of trouble makes no detour. It strikes the rich as well as the poor. Perhaps that little breath of trouble, I mean unpleasing breath, has even caught up with you. Be on your guard. Do this. Brush your teeth night and morning and before every date with Colgate Tooth Powder. For Colgate Tooth Powder cleans your breath as it cleans your teeth. Yes, scientific tests have definitely proved that in seven cases out of ten, Colgate Tooth Powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. What's more, no dentifrice at any price cleans your teeth more quickly and thoroughly than Colgate Tooth Powder. Remember to buy it first thing. And remember the name Colgate Tooth Powder with the accent on powder. Don't take a chance with your romance. Use Colgate Tooth Powder. Well, our Mr. Fix-It, Mel Blank, is really in a fix. Mel has promised to lose to Lionel Owens in a contest of strength on the muscle meter. But Uncle Rupert and Zuki, who know nothing of Mel's promise, have fixed it so that Mel can't lose. Well, we find Mel and Betty at the picnic grounds now, but you can bet that before the day is over, it'll be anything but a picnic for our hero. Hey, look, Betty, suppose I don't show up so well against Mr. Owens. Would it matter very much to you? Oh, of course not. I know you're going to do your best against him in this contest. And when it's all over, you'll feel like a new man. Yeah, and whoever I feel like will be an improvement. (laughs) Honey, don't talk like that. I know you're going to win today. How can you be so sure? Well, I love you, don't I? Hmm, that's logical. (laughs) Be serious, darling. What's the matter with you? Oh, I don't know. I just don't have the ambition to amount to anything. Now, that's silly. I don't have the personality to amount to anything. That's not true. And I don't have the brains to amount to anything. Well, there's a fine time to stop arguing with me. (laughs) Oh, darling. Well, now, listen, I really must get back to Mr. Owen. Say, do you know what that big windbag said? What, honey? He said he can tear a telephone book in half. Isn't that funny? Can he? Yes, he tore one in half for me. Oh. A Chicago directory, too. Oh. Well, well, I can tear a telephone book in half, too. You can, Mel? Yeah, if it's one from Ghost Town, Arizona. (laughs) Well, goodbye, honey. Bye. Don't forget, I'm with you. Thanks, honey. Oh, this is fine. If I win, I lose. If I lose, I win. Well, at least you can't say I'm not getting an even break. Hi, Rupe. Are you sure you fixed those muscle meters so that Melvin can't lose? Oh, yeah. Everything is... Everything is okay. Check. What took you so long? I ran into Dr. Crab. Dr. Crab, that dog doctor. What's he doing here at the picnic? He wants to see you. Here he comes now. I'll talk to him. Zuki, you get back and watch those machines. Okay. Oh, hello, Christopher. How's the good dog doctor today? Consultant veterinarian, if you don't mind. (laughs) What's the matter with you? Nothing's the matter with me. (laughs) Just got a catch in my throat. Could I have a pan of water? Hey, Christopher, do you realize you hang around dog kennels so much? You're beginning to sound like a dog? You're very kind. Thank you, Rupert. Christopher, I'm in a hurry. 
I have to referee a contest of strength between Melvin and Mr. Owens. Oh, I wish you'd introduce me to Mr. Owens. I want to ask him to market my special dog food. (laughs) (laughs) Called Dr. Crab's Doggy Dinner. How does it taste? Oh, delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, Christopher. I'll tell Mr. Owens. Thanks. I'd have told him myself, but I couldn't get to him for all those wild kids here at the picnic. (laughs) Oh, come now, Christopher. You must have been pretty wild yourself when you were a pup. Oh, no. I lived a very sheltered childhood. In fact, I was kept on a leash. My mother saw to that. Your mother? What about your father? Who do you think was on the other leash? (laughs) Oh, go away. Go away. I've wasted enough time already. I'll go. Goodbye, Rupert. Remember, don't put a dash hund in a revolving door. He's much too long, my friend. He'll only catch up with himself and say, Brother, this is the end. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen of supermarket number 12, you're about to witness a contest of strength and skill between your esteemed district manager, this mass of muscles, Lionel Owen. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Here in my hand, you see a Chicago telephone directory. Watch closely. (laughs) Wish he'd stop tearing up those telephone books. And his opponent, that grand boy, that magnificent specimen of manhood, proprietor of our local fix-it shop, Mel Blank. Hooray! And now, Mr. Owen, step right up to your muscle meter. No, 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 not that one. Right here. The red Uh, one. Anything you say. Now, gentlemen, the first one to ring the bell will be the winner. You have three tries. Your first, Mr. Owens. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Stand back, everybody. This is going to be a cinch. A thousand the first time. (laughs) A hundred? A hundred on the muscle meter. Good for you, Mr. Owens. The meter reads, weak as a kitten, drink more milk. Hey, wait a minute. Wait till I take another swing at this. I'll break it in half. <laughs> 150 and the meter reads, top of the mark, if you're a grandmother. I don't understand it. Wait, everybody, get further back. Spread out. I'll... I'll... <laughs> To a hundred, and the meter again reads, weak as a kitten. Oh, no. Oh, no, it can't be. I'm through. I'm through. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Owens. I probably won't hit 75. That's right, Mel. You won't hit that high, will you? Me, Mr. Colby? Why? Right here, Melvin. The blue muscle meter. Step right up, my boy. Go ahead, darling. You show him. Okay. Well, here goes, everybody. Did somebody hear something? <laughs> One thousand on the muscle meter, and the meter reads, Superman! Superman! Oh, that's wonderful, Melon, with only one hand. Yeah, my left hand, too. Well, Blank, I want to talk to you. Oh, Mr. Colby, I honest, I just... I want to talk to you. I can't now. I'll see you later. I, I got to get a candy bar, you know, for energy. Melvin, the boy, wait. Wait for Uncle. Mr. Colby? Uh, oh, yes, Mr. Owens. I want to talk to you. 
alone. Now, look, Mr. Owens, you weren't informed. Everybody has an off day. No, Colby, let's face it. I'm slipping. I've been working too hard as district manager. The old fire is gone. Fire? Oh, you mean fire's gone. (laughs) Yes, Colby. When I got out of college, I, 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 I promised myself that the moment I started losing my grip, I'd give up work completely and and build myself up again. You don't say. Now you can help me, Colby. You've got to take my place as district manager. Me? District manager? No, I know it'll take a toll of your strength as it did me, but you won't let me down, will you? Will you accept? Will I? (laughs) I will. Uncle Rupert, let me get this straight. You say you and Zuki fixed those muscle meters so I couldn't help winning? Exactly, my lad. No job too big for the fix-it shop. Now, are you pleased with your old uncle? Oh, but you don't understand. The only reason Mr. Colby entered me against Owens was for me to lose. I promised to lose. Lose? Mr. Colby will kill me. He'll lose his job. Oh, what a mess. Oh, I'm sorry, Melvin. Hey, wait, maybe it's not too late. I hope I can straighten this out before Mr. Colby gets fired. Say, Mr. Owens! Yes? Say, uh... What do you say you take another crack at the muscle meter, huh? Uh, it's no use, Mr. Blank. I just haven't got it in me. Uh, Melvin, uh, can't you see that Mr. Owens is tired? Very tired. Oh, come on, Mr. Owens. Just one more try. You can do better than grandmother. No, no thanks. I've been embarrassed enough for one day. Melvin, let's just let things stand the way they are, shall we? Mr. Owens, please. Here, here, take this mallet. Step up to the blue muscle meter. Please, go on. Try it, please. Well, okay, but it's really no use. You see, a thousand, Mr. Owens. You're a... Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm Superman. I'm Superman! I'm my old self again. Mr. Colby. Where's Mr. Colby? Here I am, sir. Oh, I thought I was through, Mr. Colby, but Mel here changed my mind. Yeah, didn't I? Well, I won't be needing anybody to replace me, Colby. I guess I'm still right there on the beam, thanks to Mel here. See you later, everybody. Oh, Daddy, aren't you proud of Mel? Uh, you... Daddy, oh. put down that mouth. Colby! Back in a moment with a Zookieism. What's a Zookieism? Wait and see. Use Colgate tooth powder, keep smiling just right. Use it each morning and use it each night. Don't take a chance with your romance. Use Colgate tooth powder. You know, not even a loving wife can bring herself to mention a little breath of trouble, I mean unpleasing breath, to her husband. Don't let that breath of trouble hurt your happy marriage. Be sure to do this. Brush your teeth night and morning and before every date with Colgate Tooth Powder. For Colgate Tooth Powder cleans your breath as it cleans your teeth. Yes, scientific tests have definitely proved that in seven cases out of ten, Colgate Tooth Powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. What's more, no dentifrice at any price cleans your teeth more quickly and thoroughly than Colgate Tooth Powder. Remember to buy it first thing. And remember the name, Colgate Tooth Powder, with the accent on powder. Don't take a chance with your romance. Use Colgate Tooth Powder. Zuki 
Zookie, I hope you learned something about competition from today's picnic. Yes, Zookie. Everything in life has a moral. What did you learn? Uh, well, I learned that uh, to win, you got to uh, put your shoulder to the... Uh, 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 to win, you got to put your nose to the... Uh, 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 to win, you got to put the... You got to... <laughs> you got to be a good loser. This is Bud Heaton reminding you of the cold-baked tea powder for a breath of sweet and heat that sparkle brings you the Mel Blanc Show every Tuesday at this time. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday night for more fun with Mel and the people you'll meet in Mel Blanc's Fix-It Shop. Say hello to Halo Shampoo if you want naturally bright and beautiful hair. For Halo Shampoo contains no soap, therefore leaves no dulling soap film. Halo lets hair sparkle with natural brilliance. Even in hardest water, Halo makes oceans of rich, fragrant lather to quickly carry away loose dandruff and dirt. Halo needs no lemon or vinegar rinse. Say hello to Halo and goodbye to dulling soap film. Get Halo Shampoo at any cosmetic counter. Show was written by David Victor and Herb Little Jr. and was produced and directed by Joe Rhines. Ladies, remember, your butcher pays you four cents a pound for used kitchen fat. Sell him a can this week for sure. CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. That was the episode Muscle Man Contest from the Mel Blank Show. Another reminder that if you're enjoying the podcast, please give it a five-star rating tap on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And tune in on Monday when we'll do this again. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. I lived a very sheltered childhood. In fact, I was kept on a leash. <laughs>